Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where I hope that you'll gain both the tools you need to grow your business and the motivation you need to create your dream life. I'm Haley Luckadoo, motivational speaker, serial entrepreneur, huge lover of Dr. Pepper, and of course, the host who will be introducing you to the phenomenal women sharing their stories and expertise to inspire you, help you succeed, and set your soul on fire. Hi, ladies, and welcome back. Before we dive into a new episode, I want to quickly tell you about my partnership with HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an easy-to-use client management platform where you can manage contracts, invoices, and workflows, track your time, create automated processes, and even create a customized portal for your clients to access. It's got everything, and I've partnered up with them to bring you an incredible offer. Just use the code HaleyLuckadoo or click the link in the description to get 50% off your first year subscription. I love using HoneyBook for my business, but I love to save money even more. So if you need a client management software or have considered making the switch to HoneyBook, now is the time. Again, just use the code HaleyLuckadoo or click the link and save yourself $200 while simplifying your life. I promise you will not regret it. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Females on Fire podcast. We are in part four of our goal setting mini series, and I am super excited, but also super sad that it's almost over. I can't believe that this is part four already. How did we get here? It is already, if you're listening to this when it on the day it comes out, it is the first official week of the new year, the first Monday, what are you doing this week? What are your goals? What are you working on? How are you going ahead and knocking out 2020 with the best intentions, the best goals, the best actions that you can possibly have? I know that I am working super hard, creating some new habits, reaching for some new goals, lots of ambition going into 2020 for everybody, I am sure. So we did this five-part mini-series on goal setting. I've told you guys several times it's because I really wanted to give you little mini like bite-sized pieces of some things that I think will really help with your goal setting because we want you to go into 2020 not only setting great goals but actually achieving them. What good are goals if you're just setting them and then never actually getting them to happen. Nobody likes that. We all want to achieve our goals. That's why I wanted to do this and just give you these little bite-sized pieces so that you can start implementing these tips and ideas one at a time into the goals that you've probably already set for yourself for the new year. So we are on part four. Part one was all about being specific and calling your shot and really creating goals that you can break down into smaller, you know, bite-sized goals, miniature goals that you can set deadlines for and work on that way. Part two was all about making a plan. How do you actually make a plan for achieving this goal, set a schedule, set deadlines, 
time block your day, make it the first thing that you're working on so that you are really actually working toward this goal that you want to make happen instead of just saying, oh, I have this goal and I just have to hit it by the end of the year. Part three was all about getting stuck. What to do if you're not actually making progress on that goal that you've set for yourself? What should you do in that scenario? All of those different tips and tactics for how to go back to the drawing board and how to really refocus in on the things that you need to do if you're not seeing that progress, if you're not moving forward. So if you have not listened to any of those three parts, you absolutely need to press pause and go back and listen to those before you listen into this, because I promise they are so worth it. They are so good. Perfect little bite-sized bits of information to help you with your goal planning. So for today's show, for part four, I want to dive into how to actually get the most out of your goal. And what I mean by that is, you know, we set these goals. Maybe you want more clients. Maybe you want to start running or get in shape or get healthy. Maybe you want to make some new friends. Maybe you're writing a book. Maybe you have a business goal or a personal goal that just feels really huge. And we've already talked about breaking that down into smaller bits, but how do you actually make the most out of that goal? In my opinion, I never want to just achieve a goal that I've set. I want to go above and beyond what I set for myself with that goal and really make the most of it that I possibly can. So that's what I want to talk about. And I have three different little tips and ideas that I think can help you do that. So first and foremost, number one is to share your goal. Now, what do I mean when I say share your goal? I mean, Talk about what you are working on, whether that is in real life with your friends and your colleagues, whether it's on your Instagram and you post stories when you're working on your goal, whether it's writing a blog post about the progress that you've made so far and the setbacks and hardships that you've had to overcome, whatever that looks like for you, share about it. Maybe post a, a Facebook post on your business page once a week or every day or every other day talking about how you're doing on this business goal that you've set so far. If it's a personal goal, maybe you find a group of people who have the same goal as you and you talk about it with them. You start a, you know, Instagram message, group message, or you have a group text or something like that, but talk about your goals with other people and specifically other people who care. So other people in business, friends of yours, other people with the same goal as you, people who want to see you succeed. And this kind of has a part two, which is make connections and find accountability. So if your goal is, I want to start running, I really want to run this year. I want to run a marathon by the end of the year. I want to be a great runner. I am going to run. We've already talked about how to break that goal down before you do a marathon. You need to do a half marathon before you do a half marathon. You need to be able to run a mile. I can't even get to the end of the street. So that would be a pretty big goal for me. But with finding accountability, with making connections, 
what can you do? Whether it's joining a gym, whether it's finding a group of people in your community who maybe go on runs together or do marathons together, whether it's joining some kind of club, whether it's just finding a couple of girlfriends and saying, Hey, don't you, don't you run? Don't you work out? Don't you, you know, did you used to run? Do you know somebody who runs? Whatever. Just find a way to build a community out of the goal that you are working toward for yourself. And the reason that I think this is so important, you guys, is because we are not meant to do life alone. We're not. We're not meant to do anything alone. If you are a human being with a heartbeat, you need to make connections. You need other people in your life. So you've got to find a way to do that, even with your goals. And sometimes that means stepping out of your comfort zone and meeting new people. Sometimes it means honing in and loving on those friends and colleagues that you already have. So how can you do that with the goal that you've set? So think about your goal. Think about who in your life already or who you could potentially meet that would really want to see you succeed at that goal because it also matters in some way to them. So if it's a business goal, other business owners in your community or that follow you on Instagram are going to want to see you succeed. So share all about it. Share about the setbacks that you've had. Share about the little victories that you've had along the way. Share about your progress because I guarantee you that people are going to start coming out of the woodworks saying, oh, hey, I'm working on the same goal or you should talk to my friend because she's working on something very similar. And when you build that kind of community and camaraderie, I promise it makes it so much more fun to reach your goal, but it makes it even more fun after you've accomplished it. Because then you have this community of people that you can say, hey, look what I did. And they actually care and they want to know what you're doing for your next goals. And this is how you make friends. You make you meet business partners, you make new connections in your life that are going to influence you later and are going to be able to help you later, buy from you later, matter later when you need them most. So that is number one, share about your goal, find accountability, make those necessary connections that we all are so desperate to have. Goals are such an incredible way to start meeting new people because you can find people who are really running that same path for the moment with you, who are really in the arena with you and can understand those things that you're going through with trying to achieve the goal. Number two, document your journey. And this, if you're sharing your goal on, you know, a blogging platform or social media platform or anything like that, then you're kind of already doing this a little bit, but document your journey. If you are on a journey to get to a healthier weight or get in shape or start running and you are no good at running, or you're starting a brand new business and you have no idea how to do that. You have no clients document that journey from the very beginning when it looked awful and you sucked at it all the way through that end result where you actually achieved the goal. Document the progress, document the setbacks, take pictures, write notes to yourself, you know, anything that you can think of to do write it down, take a picture, do a video, do something. You don't even necessarily have to post it to the world. It's just for you because when you accomplish that goal and you look back at those before and after pictures, when you read the post of how hard it was when you started and how much you sucked at it, 
it is going to make it so much more worthwhile for you to know that you just walked through this whole journey. You made it through the fire to the other end and now you have accomplished it. And it's going to be a great reminder to you years from now of what you've already done, what you've already accomplished, what you've already been through so that the goals that you're working on five years from now don't seem as hard because you're looking back going, well, I made it through this. I made it to this goal. Look at these pictures. Look at how happy I was when I accomplished it. Look at how hard I worked to get through it in the beginning. And you're going to honestly and truly believe that you can achieve anything. This is how I have gone through my entire adult life, my entire business journey. I love getting to look back and see how I started. I think often about my very first business logo and website. I still have pictures of it stored on my computer as a reminder to me of how far I've come. When I was a little baby business owner that had no idea what she was doing and thought creating her own website and logo was super easy. And there was a lot of neon colors and hot pinks and purples involved. And it was a mess, but I love looking back at it and saying, wow, look how far I've come. Look at all the things that I've done and accomplished. How cool is that? So document your journey so that you can keep up with it even long after you've achieved the goal. And finally, number three is set subsequent goals after you've achieved the one that you're working on. And what I mean by that, and this is part of what I said about, I always want to go above and beyond any goal that I set. So using an example that I mentioned in a previous episode, if you want to book more clients and we talked about being really specific by saying, okay, I want to book 30 new full-time clients that I'm consistently working with in the year 2020. 30 new clients, that is the goal. Well, when you hit 30 clients, let's say you hit 30 clients in September or October. So you've already accomplished your goal before the year even ended. Don't get complacent. Don't get lazy. Don't sit back and say, oh, this is awesome. I've got 30 clients. I reached my goal. I'm good now. Ask yourself, how can I go above and beyond with the time that I have left in the year? Setting a new goal in September or October, probably not your best bet. You're not really going to want to work on it because you're going to be exhausted from the last goal. You're going to be coming up on the end of the year when, no, let's face it, nobody wants to work on anything at the end of the year. And you're just going to feel like you're constantly being worked and you're going to feel like you're switching gears a little too fast. So don't set a new goal, set a subsequent goal for the one you already have. And if you're sitting here saying, well, Haley, I get what you're saying. I get that if I've already reached 30 clients, I could say, well, I'll, I'll reach for 35. I'll try to get 35, but I can't take 35. I don't have the time. I don't have the capacity. That's fine. You don't have to up that number. Just ask how you can do more, how you can do better, how you can really up the ante on that goal. And what I mean by that is maybe it's not saying, okay, I'm going to try to reach for 35 clients. Maybe it's saying, okay, these 30 clients that I managed to get in 2020 that I worked so hard for, how can I love on them a little more? How can I go above and beyond for these clients? How can I give them something a little bit extra 
so that they really think that I am the freaking bomb and they love working with me and they write raving reviews about how amazing I am to work with. And they stick with me for the long haul so that I'm not having to look for new clients next year. So that's a way that you can sort of, you know, set those subsequent goals and say, okay, how can I really go above and beyond even though I've already accomplished this goal? And I know right now you're, you're setting goals and you're probably not going to accomplish them for a little while. So this may seem like something we shouldn't even be talking about, but I truly believe in looking forward and looking at the end result. So I am already picturing in my mind what it's going to look like when I accomplish the goals that I have, I can see it so clearly. And if you have that very clear mental image of what it's going to look like to achieve your goal, what you're going to do when you achieve it, how you're going to react when you achieve it, how you're going to celebrate, what subsequent goals you're going to set, then it makes it so much more realistic to you. And it's so much easier to go through life trying to achieve that goal if you really truly believe it's possible because you have that clear mental image in your mind. So those are my three quick little ways that you can really get the most out of the goal that you're setting because I don't want you to just set a goal and work toward it and either achieve it or don't and not really feel fulfilled from that goal. I want you to get the most out of it. I want you to feel so happy and just so blessed that you've been able to accomplish it. And I want you to really feel fulfillment in the things that you're setting, in the things that you're doing, in the things that you're accomplishing. So I hope that you'll implement those little ideas and definitely tune in tomorrow if you're listening to this on the days that it goes live, because it is part five. Can you believe it? It is the last mini episode of our five-part goal setting series. And then we will resume with some amazing new episodes and new interviews from incredible women in business. But I'm super excited to share part five with you. It's going to be something I think that is really going to help you with your goals. I have absolutely saved the best for last. So tune into that, but please, please, please implement these ideas, implement the ideas of the past episodes really work on your goal setting, especially this week with it being the first official week of the new year. I know you are diving in, getting started. I know it's a lot to take in and a lot of you are hustling really hard on making those goals happen. And I just want to see you knock it out and rock it. So with that, also share on social media with the hashtag females on fire about your goals, about what you're working on, about how you're implementing these ideas, because I would love to get to see it, like it, cheer you on and really show you some support so that you know that there is somebody in your corner who's going through this with you, who's working on goals too, and who's really there wanting to see you succeed. Well, ladies, that's it for this time, but don't forget to head over to the show notes to grab special bonus content from our guests. I'd love if you could show your support for the show. So if you have just a minute, leave a five-star review about how much you love this podcast. Then head over to femalesonfirepodcast.com and grab your Females on Fire apparel. Get a t-shirt, hat, and more because it all goes to fund the podcast. And don't forget to show off your new swag to all your friends on social media 
and tag me at Females on Fire and at Haley Luckadoo. I'll be back next week with another great show for you. But until then, keep reaching for those dreams that set your soul on fire.